ladies and gentlemen, the Temple of Blair applied for planning permission and got a bar added to the rectory. And I'm now joined by the bar staff from the Pump Room Bar YouTube channel. Chris. What's up? And Ali. Hello. We've been, uh, we come with glad tidings to the audience today. We're going to try and figure out what's the best, what's the best branded beer from a band. And while we do this, I'm going to drink some Abelor, Abelor, how do you pronounce it? Um, Abelor. 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 Let's get to Christmas and I've got too much fucking scotch. So for those who aren't aware, uh, Chris and Ali are part of the Pump Room Bar YouTube channel, which is basically the first thing you'll notice when you look at their channel is they've taken a giant step down in production value to speak to me uh, because they deal with um, effectively cocktail making and, and generally how you can run a bar with a personality out of uh, Cress's parents' garage, I believe. Is that where it was? Yeah. And there's a new one now, isn't there? Is, there is, is the new bar still in the, um, the parents' garage? Yes. So how did two, did they take one. umbrage with this? They're fine with it because like, it's been abandoned for years and they're not using it. Like There's leaks in the ceiling and there's just like, oh, stuff yeah. falling to the roof. Yeah, and it's just kind of like one of those things. Like the power all went last night, yeah. and uh, like the fuse board is not like a flicky fuse board thing. You have to like go and buy fuse wire and fit it and stuff. Shit. So, like, <laughs> you put the kettle on to, cl- like, I put to, the kettle on to, to make a mop. to make a mop like to make a mop bucket to clean. And it was like, and then it just went all darkness. went. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, um, but yeah, no, we have the original bar, which is leaking through the. Uh, the... Not so much than that because it's not rained for a couple of days. No, but if it does rain, we do have leaks in the first bar. That's why we got the second bar now, which has got a slightly better roof but terrible flooring. Yeah, and like it, you will put your foot through the flooring. It, you can lose an ankle on that flooring. So, but it's... where the camera's positioned, no one can see the floor, so no one will ever ever need to know. Exactly. No. you don't know what we're standing on. <laughs> any 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 movement you can see that you can see it shake like yeah. if you look closely enough it's that's how bad you have to be so still when you film yeah <laughs> so like it's it's not the perfect bar but it will do how, it's a bar. how much did it cost us to make that second bar 230 quid 230 quid to make a bar and I was, like it's quite a big pallet bar it's a huge pallet bar yeah like it's a dive bar i'd spend my time in i'm yeah, down with it yeah she needs some good bar stools yeah because i'm like Bar comes up to my chin when I'm sat down. Yeah, you are small. Shut up. <laughs> You're freaking eight. You're five foot two. I'm five foot three and a half. Thank okay. you very much. Okay, clutching at straws. <laughs> How tall are you, Ellie? Uh, six five. Jesus fucking Christ. So I'm like nicely in the middle, a strong six foot one. Well, anything beyond six foot, perfect. Yeah. Like- Norse blood. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Got a right kick to it. Ooh. I wish I was told. I'd look great next to next to my girlfriend, but because she's a midget. Well, yeah. she's so short. Um, what what do you want to name this thing? Because I've got it. I mean, in our, our all our emails and what I've called it the branded beer something tournament, and that's not good. <laughs> so I thought we should probably give it give it some sort of christen it a name like a real thing. Those that are prepared to drink, we salute you. Oh, that's all right, isn't it? Like, you know, those that are prepared to rock. Yeah. Yeah. 
for those about to drink, we salute you. That's good. I can't think of anything better. Yeah, yeah. yeah any... <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a hard one. Uh, yeah. Um, God gave rock and beers to you. Beers are um, quiz. There's <laughs> two quiz. <laughs> no. I just okay. in the class and I like women standing on my face. Wow. <laughs> wow. Lower the tone straight off the bat. Amazing. <laughs> well, we, laugh, we, are, we laugh at our own thoughts. So like, you know. But it is correct. I do like it up the butt. That's a, that's a gay thing. Yes. What is this? Is this for your butt? No, it's not. It's a jug. It's <laughs> in fact, let's just, let's just fire through like your main, your main big. So for those about to drink, we salute you. There's Metallica's Kill em All. We could call it Drink Em All. Um, um, Boo sells booze, but nah, shit. Um, I think in Finn Lizzie, whiskey in a jar, but that's not going to be anything. There's in a jar. What's the one that's. Um, there's another ACDC one that's missing me. It's for, on Back in Black. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, yes, I- have a drink on me. That's not very good. Highway to beers. <laughs> Highway to beers. I think I think for those about to drink, we salute you is a is a good appropriate name, and then I can just shorten it for the titles and stuff. Yeah, and then that'll that'll work. Sounds right, so good. we've got nine beers which are available in the UK. Yeah, there was a list of forty fuckers which I pulled together, but <laughs> most of them are. In fact, it was kind of it was kind of interesting, by which I mean boring for anyone else reading up on like all these. Um, all these different beers. And there was a great article on, have you heard of first we feast the um, it's like a, it's like a YouTube channel where, where the hot ones interviews are kind of hosted. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. They had an article from 2013 called head. Oh my God. We should call it headbangers brew. That would work. That would work. Headbangers brew. Headbangers Brew. But anyway, this article is called Headbangers Brew, A History of Heavy Metal and, and Crash Beer Collaborations. And it goes on to an extent like around, why people, especially in the States, um, associate heavy metal with craft beer and, and and effectively kind of draw a distinction between beer, which bands put their name on for the sake of selling it, and then uh, beer, which is like crafted with love and you get like the lads from Mastodon going down and doing the tastings going, this is acceptable for our brand and all this shit. And one of the main players in that kind of scene is a brewery called Three uh, Three Floyds, is it? Yeah, Three Floyds. But point being, in the UK, we're fucked. We've got, we haven't got a lot of these options available to us. So we ended up with nine. Um, and what we should do today is we're going to draw them into a tournament bracket. And I've got my Excel spreadsheets open. So that will determine which beers are going up against each other. Um, college. <laughs> <yeah>. and, <laughs> and what we'll do is we will reconvene once a month we'll aim towards the second Tuesday sorry second Tuesday second Thursday of the month and then we'll move left and right as required mm-hmm. um, and we'll determine the king of branded beers within the UK within the UK it's, yeah, it's kind of it's a weird it's a weird limited competition. It's like the best chippy in Sheffield. <laughs> you, know I mean? you could do a whole podcast series on that. I'm sure you could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> best chippy in Southampton. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, cheers to the to the first Headbangers Brew uh, tournament draw. What are you guys drinking? San Miguel. <laughs> 
went to Manila once. It turns out Manila, the Filipino capital, is divided into four sort of sub-cities, one of which is the San Miguel family. And when you cross the road from one side of the city to the other, to the San Miguel bit, it's like night and day. One's like favela, people selling nuts in the street. As soon as you cross the road, it's like going into Canary Wharf. It's really, really, really fucking strange, but that's my association with San Miguel. Well, Banker wanker bills. It's cheap. It's actually cheap. Like By Filipino food. standards. <laughs> yeah. Is Filipino a derogatory term? Huh? I don't think it is, is it? Is Filipino yeah, a derogatory term? I don't know. I think puff is. Good. Wow. You're allowed to say it, though. I, I can't yeah. say it. I know you You're can say right. it. You can call me a puff if you want to call me a puff, you know. you know. Like, I um, associate with the term slag. But dyke. Dyke, what, the um, artificial flowing body of water? Yes, the reservoir. I am a reservoir. I tried to reclaim dyke. A woman. You tried to become dyke. I, tr- I tried to I tried to reclaim the word dyke. I used to try and tell people it was the polystyrene packaging that takeaways came in. That's <laughs> about like every Scottish person trying to say that haggis was an animal. I um I've got I've got a good <laughs> now. Like I had a, a waitress who worked for me and her name was Nardi, she's amazing. And this glass shattered and uh, she was like, Oh, I'm gonna pick up the shards. I was like, They're only called shards if they're sharp. If they're if they're blunt, they're called sh- shards. So you're sweeping up shards. <laughs> And for a good, like, three months, she's like, Cressy, I've just gone and swept up the shots. And there's a reason why that kind of person... Shots are clear. Oh, she's amazing. She was, like, the coolest, the brightest person I ever knew. She, like, she was... <laughs> no one fucked with Nadi, but, like, yeah, she liked to clean up the shots. And she'd always ask why I laugh. I'd be like, I just think it's funny someone broke a glass. But really, she's like, I cleaned up the shots. Wow. <laughs> wow. Tidying up the shots is one of your daily duties, please. Make sure it's done before I get there. <laughs> Let's draw the first match. Let's do that. Okay. So what have I got? I can't I can't minimize this, but I've got a I've got a random number generator on my other screen. And I've assigned each one of our nine beers a number. So obviously we're after eight beers, there are nine there, but who fucking cares? Well, one's gonna have to be like the sub in case one go like becomes discontinued or something. We'll be extremely flexible if in case one falls out, I guess. Yeah. So true number, true random number generator, generate me number number five. So for match one, the first contender is Behemoth, Behemoth Sacrum by uh, Pierun Brewery, P E R U N, um, and it is six point two percent. So that's our starting one. I feel like this is like some sort of like 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 football. You know, remember you ever watch football where you got like the, the yeah. balls and they pull them out and there's one yeah, that's what I tried to do. There's one in Scotland where there's like Rod Stewart's completely wasted and he's like Celtic <laughs> number nine and he's like completely off his face. And I'm like fair play to him. Like fair play to him. He, the man can rock a scarf, but yeah, he cannot pull balls <laughs> out <of> bag. <laughs> I like Rod Stewart. He's, I, I, he's a Celtic I, fan. I, I, I like Rod Stewart and his shit hair. Right. Anyway, who's who are we compete? Who's who's that competing against? Have we got a number now? Let's have a let's have a look. By the way, I'm throwing like I'm throwing the zoom window around. So if I keep going like this, I am looking at you. <laughs> so you're moving. I feel like right. we have some music. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, we're not doing. No, 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 no. Let's count that. Can't do that. That's copyright infringement. <laughs> seven days. What? No, 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 no. We're not singing Craig Davis. Not 
Don't try and push Craig that David drinks Moet. 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 Craig David is a wannabe. Is that David. the Champagne? The Champagne. Champagne. <laughs> I watched that episode today. Thank you. Ah, you're <laughs> the other viewer. That's <laughs> <laughs> No, number nine is the next contender, which is ACDC's Premium Beer by Carlsberg with a K Brewery. Oh, Carlsberg with a K. Like a special K. Hi, mm. man. <laughs> no. <laughs> so where am I? There we go. So Akadaka. Fantastic. So that's match one. So that's the first thing we've got to get for January. Fantastic. I've, uh, I'll send you some links. because I've got some links as to where they can be sourced from which is good so i'm going to ask you guys a question then an interviewee kind of question so what made you want to start the pump room bar channel and why did you pick a youtube channel um and not go to pornhub like i wanted to go to like to where sorry pornhub. i wanted to put my podcast on pornhub i wanted to go straight to pornhub i didn't want to take i didn't want youtube anything to do with it and the reason for that was every because i'm like an avid youtube sort of like follower i've got a load of people that i follow and a load of like game channels and stuff that i follow like part of my everyday life but every three months there's this massive controversy about how youtube treats its, uh, its, its content creators and it's usually to do with money and it's usually to do with how the fucking people over so i was like i just want to go straight to pornhub because I've known some bands have like premiered some of their music on Pornhub and it just feels like a far less contentious platform upon which to put anything on. And I was like, there's got to be a safe for work arm of Pornhub that's about to happen. And that'll be the strategic way to go forward in the next few years. So I thought it's through and I'm like, I want to get everything on there. So why didn't you guys go on Pornhub? Come on. Can we hire him as a marketing expertise I, I, I right now? Because um, this sounds interesting as hell. I didn't realize that people went on Pornhub like that. You're lying to me. That's Dude, me. honestly, I'll, I'll show you. There's a country singer called Wheeler Walker Jr. And his entire shtick is all the country you hear, the country in, in, in you know, that, that Nashville scene is all bullshit. Real country is fucking, is fucking everything you see and getting shit-faced all the time and starting fights. And he had a deal with Pornhub where he would premiere his videos on Pornhub. And that was like an, a, a proper commercial arrangement and a marketing arrangement so they are open to safe for work things happening on that platform wow what? that is actually really quite cool we should we should go on Pornhub but like we were talking about doing OnlyFans the other day <laughs> but like <laughs> but it wouldn't be us on OnlyFans it would be us like it would be like a close up of the drink and it looking really pornographic yeah like, drinks porn you know you pour a beer and it, like it spills over the top and it would be like you know Fight Club and there's a flash of my testicles on the uh, on the still or something but um, I think the reason why we chose you YouTube Jell Law since you commentate it yeah yeah we get we just, oh God, just really with cocaine yeah um, <laughs> I think the reason the reason we, we chose pay you in cocaine. we'll pay we'll pay Nigella in cocaine <laughs> the reason I think we went to YouTube was because it just seemed like the normal thing to do yeah it kind of seemed like that's what you should do. So I didn't really think about going anywhere else because, I mean, there's Vimeo, but then that's... No one goes very, on Vimeo. That's, I go on there for, like, really arty, avant-garde stuff. What, like after, Short films after, go on, v- on Vimeo. Oh, after, after I've masturbated and my head's full of poppers, I'll go on to Vimeo and be, like, really pushing the boat out, you know? It's really wow, cool. that sounds like a wonderful night. Yeah. Did like you do um, No Nut November? What, sorry? <laughs> Did you do No Nut November? <laughs> no. Yes. No. No. I'm a gay man. He's the only gay <laughs> in the village. 
there's a <laughs> there's don't diddle December as well. They've, they've done a follow on for it. God, who would, who would call like having a, a wank a diddle? There is a thing called Locktober. Is that when you like get one of those little cages? For you yeah, yeah, just jasty ones. Yeah, I just couldn't yeah. do it. I just, I just couldn't do it. It sounds pretty tedious. Just, well, just, you couldn't because you haven't got a penis. <laughs> well, I that's know, very true. Like, right? so, I, mean, I, just... I mean, I didn't do biology, but that seems pretty accurate right there. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> um, why, did you, why did you think, uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to come together and we're going to do a, we're going to do a channel about cocktails and, and, you know, general rock and roll and machetes and. Well, I think it was like, so we were sat in lockdown, borders, borders hell. And we were just like, you know what? I'm really sick of seeing bartenders make cocktails in their kitchens with ingredients that no one has any idea about. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. oh, I made oleo saccharum with like my mother's tears and my partner's underwear, and you're like, what? <laughs> and we're just like, you didn't, you didn't like the fact is that they were using very pretentious like ingredients that they clearly shifted from the bar they're working at. Yeah. And I didn't like the fact is that it was like on their iPhone in vertical mode, and the sound, and was, the sound was terrible. <laughs> so from an art art like degree perspective, I was like you know you can just turn your phone horizontal and it would be miles better and you buy a tripod off Amazon for cheap and lighting off cheap and that's what we did anyway. You, you could do it <laughs> we just... so much better and like the thing is like oh it, it was it was so frustrating watching it and then the whole thing was it was pretty much you'd look down your Facebook feed or Instagram and it would just be bartenders tagging brands and being like, look, I can bartend. I'm a bartender that bartends. And then look at all my... Then they go to their mates and they'll be like, look, bartender friends, look at me do my bartender thing. Look at me bartend. Wow, bartender. Did I mention I'm a bartender? And it was just to their mates. It was like a wank fest of who could bartend. It was. It was a just central bartending. And it was just like full of bartender slags. And we were like, you know what? Like, Let's just not be dicks. Let's just not... Well, let's not <laughs> when was this then? Because... My, my my first exposure to you, as you guys know, is that Jägermeister documentary about Bloodstock. And I believe that was about July time. We'd, we'd started around July. Was that, I don't think right, that okay. Yeah, yeah, because well, it was Jäger, because uh, Jim from Jäger got us on. Yes, that was it, yeah. So that's the connection you had previously. And he must have caught wind, all oh, right, we've got, this, we've got this sort of platform here that we can abuse yeah. for your documentary if you want, Jim. And he went, yeah, right. Yeah, well, like, we, um, Jaeger was, like, our second video we did, like, an actual Jaeger video, and they did, jumped mm. on board with it, and then once that came out, and, like, like we'd been exposed to all of Jaeger head office, like, people started to ask more questions and be like, who are these wonderful gods, and where did they come from? And we were just like, oh, you're welcome. I, I think that one of the first, <laughs> yeah, so one of the first drinks we did was, like, the second one was, like, the Jaeger Master Cocktail, which was a Jaeger Mojito, mm-hmm. and basically we just hit, like we made crushed ice with a huge mallet, made it jokingly mm. stupid, and like we just went stupid on it, and that was circulated around the office, like you said. And they were like, "Yeah, this seems like a good idea," and we were like, "Okay," because we just we just started making videos for fun, and we're still mm. doing it for fun now. But it was like, let's just be stupid and off the wall. Like, why not? Cocktails aren't supposed to be a hierarchy thing. It's supposed to be. Anyone can drink them. Like I think the the best way we describe it is like cocktails aren't wanky. Mm. It's you that's wanky. 
But it is. <laughs> there's no, there's no barrier. Is that the mission statement then to sort of establish that there's no barrier to entry when it comes to cocktails other than ingredients? So if you see someone being a knobhead and going, and doing the whole, it's all, it's all for show. And it's like, how, how dare you keep that information from someone? Like, like, fuck off. It should be accessible to people. And then, you know, then you have bartenders are like, oh, when customers come into bars, they just don't know what they want to order and all they want is a sex on the beach. I'm like, yeah, because when you go online or have platforms and stuff and post on your Instagram, you make it seem like something that they can't try or that they'll never be able to taste. Mm. You don't share the knowledge that people don't learn and consumers aren't educated and then you complain that Karen's in your bar, which, like, Karen's are a prevalent problem no matter where you find them. They are everywhere. Every industry. Yeah, twats. Like, a Karen almost ran me over this evening. Yeah, well, you, you do, yeah, yeah, but you know, like people will walk into cocktails and they'll buy something off Amazon, which is cheap, and yep. then people will down on them for it. And it's like, no, they're just trying to understand cocktails. You don't need to buy like a hundred pounds like strainer. You mm-hmm. can buy a five pound strainer off Amazon. It will still do the same job. So it's the same thing as like if you go to a guitar store, you're not going to buy a Gibson. You might have to start off on an Epiphone or a Squire to learn yourself up to, to what you, you know, want to do. But it's, it's this hierarchy thing of bartending and cocktail making, which needs to be like really broken down. It doesn't need to be. More. I think this is the thing that's happened in the last sort of 10 years. Now that YouTube's become more of a prevalent and accessible way of, of expressing yourself, you were able to fetishize things that couldn't be fetishized before. Because when you saw a cocktail sort of pre-2010, it was usually just a guy that really liked doing it. He wasn't being a twat about it. He just liked doing it. And because you saw someone who gave a shit about something, you thought you couldn't do it. And that kind of, someone sort of bastardized that into making it a, oh, um, this is an art form. And it's like, well, yeah, it can be an art form, but that's what establishes the barrier. And then people run with it. There's like some terrible terms out there like, Chefing with liquids. Oh, I hate the off. term mixologist. I don't like mixologist. I don't, li- I don't, I don't like mixologist. mixologist. That's a silly term. I'm a mixologist. Like, no, honey. I, I make orange squash in, at night. I, you know, I make an orange squash. And I whack a lamb wedge in it. Does that make me a mixologist? No. no. What's that? Um, shit. It's a it's a chain of bars. Does food? Shit. There's two in Leeds, and I can't remember what it's called, but they're kind of like their entire. Wow. Not not all by one. It's like it's, it, the aesthetic is like. Everything is sort of almost steampunky. It's all sort of alchemist. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I do like them, but they are very, they are very, you know, very too much sometimes. Yeah. They they are a big fan of dry ice. Yeah, yeah. I I love dry ice. Oh, yeah. I love a smoke gun, but not in every drink. (laughs) Smoke guns make great bongs. Can I get a margarita? Just hold the smoke and hold the fucking ice. And your ego while you're at it, babe. In fact, I'll show you my bar while I'm here. I'm blocking it. Yeah, go on. Take it to the range. Oh, is it a globe bar? I fucking (gasps) love globe bars. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Got a Kiss t-shirt on it. I love Kiss. Kiss is, Kiss is one of my all-time favorite bands. I went and saw the end of the road tour, got really hammered, and bought the tour jacket, which was like 250 quid. Oh, dude. And I was, home, and I was like, I'm never going to see them live again. So like, it was like my third time seeing them, and I was like, I'm going to buy the jacket. Gene Simmons isn't dead. Oh, no, he's not Gene Simmons. All right. <clears throat> We're going to have to put it with the way it is, but it's, a proper, it. it's the proper deal. It's kind of flimsy, but... And my missus got me this for Christmas a few years ago because she knew I was going to be a, an alcoholic. But I've basically started working my way down. I've got 
everything, most of the, most of the things are on the bottom stack, but I can't quite fit things in here yet. I think there's like meant to be a proper, glasses, I think it's meant, it's meant to be glasses. Isn't it? It's meant to be like proper glasses and things like that. And I've just sort yeah, of gone, just knuckle dragging my way through it. But um, I tell you what, if we have time at some point in the, over the next few months, I'll share everything that I've got and I'm working my way through. As, as I said a few weeks ago, it's going to be, I'm trying to get some, my hands on some red breast and I nearly did for Black Friday. Oh shit. Um, but I thought I can't really justify the expense. Not when I've got this much scotch I need to get through. Scotch is the thing, by the way. I haven't got like anything remarkable other than scotch. Like I, I love a good whiskey. The thing is, I'm probably more likely to go to a bar to buy like multiple expensive whiskeys to like a double for a ten or something. If I go to Blackrock or something, but like my 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 all time favorite whiskey is like Lagavulin sixteen. It's like sixty. Say that again. Lagavulin sixteen. Okay. It's like sixty quid a bottle, and I'm just like, and it wasn't on Black Friday. Yes, I love that whiskey. Hmm. I will but drink. I will drink an entire fucking bottle of it. Because I like a, I like a bourbon. I like a bourbon. So you've got you got a bit of bourbon in there. I'd rather yes. drink that. I'd rather drink a bourbon than a whiskey, and I'm Scottish. I mean, it's, it's sacrilege. Did I tell you about... I told you about the story about me and Raw at the... Well, first of all, there's two stories. There's one where we went to see the End of the Road tour as well. And um, did I tell you about Wait. the whiskey festival we went to last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys got absolutely yeah. smashed. I thought you were out of, like, out of line and saw puke behind you. Yeah, someone, someone like, absolutely puked their guts out. <laughs> but my, the, I couldn't take any... We think I'm not very good at it the minute. Is I, I got whiskeys around me, and I'm like, I like this one, so that's up here. And I like this one, but that's not as good as... It. But I haven't got any, like, tasting notes. I've not got, like, the... I haven't got my... My... What's the word? I've not got the lexicon to properly do it. Um, but what I did at that whiskey festival is I just took pictures of the ones I liked... And then when I woke up the next day, I was like, there's my shopping list. Uh-huh. Well, that's, I, that's the way to do it. You can yeah. go like, oh, this one tastes like oak and mild regret. And this one tastes <laughs> like mahogany. And yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, whatever. Like taste notes, taste notes. Like someone, could, I could literally go, I can taste bananas in this. Can't fucking taste bananas. I just want to sound special. But like you could, you could do all that and they kind of help. But if you like a whiskey... You like a whiskey, get a bottle of it. Yeah, but there's runs a range out of, of palates is like, you can like a whiskey, but then there's certain whiskeys that are like proper good for certain moods. And I think the same's kind of with beer because I, I, it's kind of prevalent to this sort of format because I'm like, I consider myself a pale ale, golden ale person. But the reality is if I'm not getting twatted, I'll happily sit there and have a stout. But, I ne- but I have, I've only realized that in the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I love a Guinness just to like chill out with. Mm. I, love good, well. yeah, I love a good Guinness. Yeah. I love an IPA. Yeah, love IPAs, and then like if it's really hot, I want a cold, cold lager. I like yeah. a lager. I like a lager. I like a lager because it's just cheap and accessible at your one stop or Tesco's or wherever. Yeah, it's just, one stop has a Tango ice blast machine. I love that. I want a Tango ice blast machine. Anyway, Is it a cinema. <laughs> well, there's some characters in there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna, let's draw the next lot, and then I'll ask you some more questions. Oh God. I, I can't fucking minimize this, can I? God damn it. Okay, number generation for match number two. We got number five again, but that we've already got number five, so let's move along. Oh, that's number two, which is Motorhead Bastards Lager. Mm. <laughs> Fun fact about Lemmy, he had an extensive collection of Nazi memorabilia. Isn't his dad a priest as well? Don't know. Something like that. Jack in the Rainbow every day till he died. Jack and Coke was like his jam. In the Rainbow. Yeah, him and yeah. 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 Uh, number two. It's number nine again. Stop with the number nines. 
We're getting some repeats here. Nine. Nine. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the second one for match number two is Behemoth uh, Profanum by Piran, and that's 5.6%. So it's another Behemoth one. There are two Behemoths and two Motorheads in this one. Yeah, the Motorhead's got an IPA. Correct, uh, Road Crew. I was drinking that the other night. Cool. It's good. It is very good. It's very good. So in terms of how we rate these beers as they come out, um, I was wondering if you had any thoughts, because in my head, I'm like, fuck it, let's go. Because as I was saying there, there's certain beers for certain moods. I think we should just go balls in and go taste, presentation, aesthetic, things like, like if someone, if someone like poured a bottle of Road Crew on Piers Morgan and then we're like, oh, that's an extra point, definitely. Then I'm like, yeah, you're right, actually. It's not exactly commercial grade rating system, but it's more about... I think like smashability would be a good one or like... Um, smashability, fucking hell. That's a bad like, uh, Boilermaker. Yeah. Work would be a good Boilermaker because I, I mean, I love Boilermakers. Like, I, I'll sit and like drink beer and neck whiskeys all night. Boilermakers mm. are class. Oh, my name's Chris. I'm a massive lesbian. <laughs> My name's Ali. I can get a whole fist up my ass. Do you want me to go get your rubber fist? I'm going to get it. Huh? I know you have. I'm a using fist. it as a table leg. Leave it out. What? <laughs> uh, at this point, I'll tell you. We can edit things out if you want, but I have no interest in doing so. <laughs> They've all heard it on our show anyway. Oh, that's fine then. That's fine. That's all above board for me. They know I'm a massive buff, and she's a massive dog. So it's fine as long as you don't mind that using them terms. I'm sure. Oh, so I, I don't at all. It's a very. <clears throat> This is, again, a thing that pissed me off about YouTube because <clears throat> I make a point about no adverts and on anything. Um, and then YouTube, what, was it last week or the week before? It doesn't matter what the fuck it is now. It's you got to have uh, ads on your videos. And I'm like, well, that just makes it shit for people. Also pay us. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. like, I think talking about swearing and things like that, we bleep our stuff out anyway. <clears throat> we don't need to. Like, we don't need to. Like, so any, like, F, F, you know, fuck shit, anything like that, we'll bleep out. Mm. especially I think I've heard in your podcast you've believed out the C word if, just the C word know. that's the only one we believe out yeah. but like we'll, we'll we'll bleep it out I think because we want to try and that's funny the bleeps I find the bleeps quite funny I think it actually even makes it more entertaining like because then it's more I don't know looks sounds more risky so we don't yeah. even need to bleep it out and also you could just bleep out anything every time I say carrot you could just bleep the word carrot it is, it's it got a good comedic timing utility as well hasn't it really yeah. I think it's like if you have it like in quick succession. So I think there's been one time when you've hurt yourself and you've been like, constantly beeping like you're back in a car with a, like a sensor on. It's just mm. ridiculous. So yeah. who else is behind the camera for you guys? Mm-hmm. Who, who else is behind the camera? I think I've seen someone else in your videos. Oh, once I think. What, I Do you mean like a small woman with glasses? Yes. That is Rosie Mitchell from Spree Sheets. Which is a bar in, in Dalston. Yeah, it? bar in Dalston, Kingston Road. It's one of the it's one of the world's best bars. Um, she is she's also my 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 current slag. She's my girlfriend. Your partner. My partner. I Excellent. hate the word partner. Like howdy, y'all. With my partner, we gonna do a hold down. Yes, yeah, my girlfriend. She, she joined. She joined us in for a couple of episodes, I think. And um and but it's mainly just us two. Um, so if I'm in front of camera, she's behind the camera, and vice mm-hmm. versa, sort of thing. So. It's literally just, like I say, it's iPhones. You just hit record. It's not hard. It's not, like, super difficult. You just have it set on a tripod, ready to go, done to go. You know, that's it. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty easy. But, yeah, like, yeah. Um, we'll sometimes have someone in there, like, if, she, if she's, like, staying over or something. Yeah. But once once lockdown's, 
eased or whatever is happening, then we are going to be pushing more for like guests coming in. We definitely want to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, because we want to have that bar atmosphere. It'd be best to have someone at the bar, like actually either do like a guest bartender thing and have them make a drink or mm -hmm. make them a drink. Um, I think like the next couple, I think like the next episodes, I'm sort of, I'm working, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of talking to the Southern Thrashers American football team that I used to play oh, for. Cool. So what I'm doing is I'm doing a, um, a review on making cocktails on the back of a bus. So trying to do like finding things at a petrol station, using like a protein shaker or whatever you have in your kit bag, mm -hmm. and making a cocktail. And because when I used to play in American football, you used to have this thing called wine club where you would stop off, your, stop off at your local gas station, the petrol station, and you pick up a bottle of rosé and you drink down the way home from away games. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that you make a cocktail on the back. You know, trying to do it on the cheap, trying to do it easy and stuff like that. So, and the first thing I make is a, it's not even out yet. It will be out now, I think. Is a is a sex on a beach, but it's like so like made uh, the protein shake and stuff. But it's it was right. it's fucking delicious. It's, it's super boozy. Like using like yeah. halftime oranges and stuff like that. <laughs> like yeah, they had sort of an freshness, but like yeah, you can you can make cocktails anywhere. Yeah. Like literally, literally anywhere. And um, that's awesome. I think, people, I think more people should drink cocktails and stuff and like have better drinks because. They're not expensive to make. They're easy to make. Yeah. And like they're super smashable. And I thought you're making something crap like a last word. The the closest thing I think I've got to sort of on the roady kind of cocktails is for the end of the road tour last year for Kiss, me and Dave decided his name's Dave, as you know, it's raw. It's raw. It's raw. He's yeah, I mean Lee he, for, 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 for Dave likes going in raw. <laughs> <laughs> we decided we'd make our mobile Jägerbomb bar so it basically meant we had to go and buy a crate of water empty out the water or drink the water if you prefer um, make a load of Jägerbombs stash them in a bag line the bag with hello fresh like cool bags stick it in the freezer for a day stick it, get it out of the freezer to defrost um, and then took it on the train so we had just like ready-made cold Jaeger bombs for the train ride up to Newcastle. And it was... At least they're cold. That's awesome. It was disgraceful. I loved it. <laughs> you absolutely can, uh, loved it. You can turn Red Bull into a jelly with gelatin. And you can literally, like, have little... Okay, now you sound like a pretentious bartender. But okay. Yeah, but like, you could do, like, a jelly Jaeger bomb if you want. That sounds pretty cool, actually. Dude, that's cool. awesome. So, we yeah. worked... so Jaeger. We worked, we worked with... I don't know if we can talk about this. We worked, we worked with... A <laughs> um, I've never worked with someone more anal, and Ali loves butt stuff. I do like anal. Yes, yes. I also uh, enjoy anal. I do. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, they were anal as fuck. <laughs> in like, a good way, like in, in attention company, to detail, or like to the like point where it was... company, you, you're not allowed to destroy the can. You can't even like you know the toggle long cans. You can't take the toggle off. Right. Um, the brand always has to be facing the camera. Uh, you can't mm. be seen to destroy it. Nothing like. It always like they are. They have like a list of rules. Yeah, that's interesting. They promised us a fridge. We never got it. Yeah, we never got. Oh, bastards! Fucking and bastards! I'm just, I'm like, you know, I get it. Like you're sending us some stock, and we got, we got like four cases, which is amazing. But, we got one, but like, if you're gonna make that many demands, right? Mm -hmm. Pay us. But also, the worst bar mats we ever got. Oh my god! Yeah. The worst they, bar they were like really big, really heavy. Like, this would be great. Put a drink on, and they just and the drink just kind of goes. Yeah. All right. All right. We need to talk about this rating system. We were talking about a rating system earlier. I think we, we were. We, we were kind of moving. Let's draw. The, let's draw the next two, and then we'll talk about the rating system. 
Okay. Number three. Where's number three? Number three is Motorhead Road Crew. Oh, nice. So we got two um, two behemoths in a, in a row, followed by two Motorheads. Road Crew. And that's match three, and it's going up against... Number nine. <laughs> no, it's number two again. Not having that. It is number nine as well. Come on. Fucking <laughs> ah, yeah. bastards. Number four, Mastodon Black Tongue, Signature Brew. 8.3%. Oh, yes. I'm so here for that. <laughs> yes, man. Hopefully it's... I, I think it, that was, like, um, difficult to come by. Like, there are a lot of vendors, but it is available in the UK. And um, as I sent you an email a couple of weeks ago, there's going to be a Pantera one coming out. That's not available in the UK just yet, but we'll figure it out. Anyway, rating system. Yes. I was thinking we just score out of 10, but we, we include everything we want. So, Do you guys have Instagram? Uh, no. Uh, Raw was meant to handle that. He has not handled that. Oh, is, it, is, it, is, it worth, is it worth our while? This is me. I've got, I've got an Instagram page, but it's called Calves Candid, and it's just me putting pictures of my calves up. And I've been doing it for like two what? years for a while. So, like, yeah. you, you earn moves? You earn a bunch of moves? I don't, literally- I, I don't know what a moo is, but I, it's literally, Ow. I've got about... I've, I've, no, 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 no. It's, it's like leg calves. Um, wait. Oh. Wait a minute. It's literally yeah. of your calves. Calves, yeah, yeah. I got excited. I thought you wait, had like loads is every of picture, Is every picture just your calf? Yeah. Like, That's amazing. Show us your calf. Show us your calf. Are you, are you a cyclist or something? Or... No, no. I just thought, me and my mate had just like a joke about because he's quite a stocky, heavy lad, and I'm quite tall and slender. And we just thought, like compare. We have calf offs like in public for a laugh. So we thought, well, I wonder if I could fetishize this. But there's no going on here. Ooh, look at that! Look at that calf! Look at that calf! Look at that calf! Wow! Like, you need to wax that. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> oh. You should do like an OnlyFans where you just wax your calf. Oh, is that? Yeah, I can't, I can't really do it. I love how you. I love how you're tensing it as well. I, I was like, I'm usually, it usually looks more defined than this. How, did that, how does that happen? I've got good calves. I've got great calves because I'm a fat man. How does that work? You're pushing a lot of weight around. I'm like over a 20. A lot of weight? I'm a lot. I'm a lot of <laughs> fat bastard. <laughs> Get in my belly. <laughs> but, yeah, so is Instagram good? I don't know what I don't I've only recently come back to Twitter and I've been told I need to get on Facebook for the for the podcast and I have done but I don't know anything. Like I've got some I've I've, I've pushed episodes out and interviews out and it's been quite good but I don't never I can't navigate it. It's been 5 years since it's I was on it and it's good. changed. It's just good but like you got to like film and have like pictures of like Instagram's really helped us. It's like one of my favorite platforms to use for us. I think we have more following on Instagram than we do any other platform. No, Facebook we've got the most. Mm, yeah, okay. Instagram. Yeah, more engagement is Instagram. But yeah, Instagram is great for pictures and stuff like that. I mean, like we haven't got Twitter actually. We like, don't have Twitter. So we're on the complete opposite scale. So how do you think Twitter did you think Twitter's good? I prefer it just personally because I feel like once you like, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm so I'm 31, so I was sort of raised on the advent of social media, then broke off it, then came back, and that was the best thing to do because when you start with social media, you add all your mates from school, and then you realise what twats they are, and then when yeah. you cut it off and come back, when you come back, you're really picky about who you follow. So my like media feed is really sort of specific and catered to me in a, in a really great way, and Twitter is really I find really good for that. 
still full of twats, but it's not, it, it's at least catered for twats. You know what I mean? Whereas Facebook is a little bit more of a weird bleed. I think, I think Instagram is good for us because ours is more of a visual thing. Yeah, like, yeah, true. Like, as in, because we've either got pictures or we've got, um, like, small clips of our shows. So mm-hmm. it's quite easy enough to do. I mean, we could do the same on Twitter, but I think, like, with cocktails and bartending and, like, stuff like that and all the mixologists with their pictures. Yeah. It's, I think that's more prominent on on Instagram than it is Twitter, in my understanding. Like, yeah. they're more, they're more likely Definitely. brands are going to be on Instagram on a visual aspect than Twitter. Instagram is like, it is sexier from what I understand. I mean, and I mean sexier. It's like, it's more visually driven. That's the narrative. Then you've got people who are like on TikTok and stuff and we've been... Oh, we're, I think, because I'm 30 and you're you're 26. So we're kind of at that age of like TikTok where we're like, do we do TikTok? Do we not do TikTok? Like even saying the name TikTok out loud just sounds dumb. I do have dropped a few, like, you know, uh, you know, IQs, IQ yeah. Because to me, I remember Vines. I remember when Vines Vine, Vine came out and that was great. And then they just cut it. And I was like, oh, great. My favorite thing to do is to go onto YouTube and go onto Vine compilations. Oh, yeah. I've watched the same Vines. He needs like, some same, milk. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> like, so really good. Watch drop a fan of the like. I watch it all the time. I my husband, drop like a sound. <laughs> Some of the best ones. I love look at all these chickens. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Um, no, we're not on Instagram. I've got I've got a weird calf fetish attempt on Instagram, and that's it. How many followers have you got for your calves? Yeah, this, this is this is the thing, right? It's purely organic. I haven't been pushing it. I've been deliberately not following everyone anyone else because I'm like, look, look, we're, this is a special club for calf calf experts only. Um, and apparently, I've just got two more. That's good. Uh, how how do I see this? Um, I barely even know how this works. <laughs> I got 26 followers and 84 <laughs> posts, all of my calves under different circumstances. Here's a calf. Buy a car. Here's a calf next to a baby cow, which is also known as a calf. I got excited. I thought it was an Instagram dedicated to your flock of moos, but there's you don't own any moos, and I love moos. I call no. cows moos because they moo. Have you ever like walked through a field and they see a bunch of cows and just go moo and say so they move back to you? No. When they move back, it is the most satisfying thing because you caught that cow's attention. I have when I walk down the street, people move at me. <laughs> uh, I think that's more of a thing. More of my massive tits, others. Others. It's full fat love. <laughs> <laughs> rating systems. If you like rating ooh, systems, yes, back to rating systems. We're <laughs> talking about my boobies. If you do this with boobies. Does it become whips? I don't know. I have no idea. Honestly, I can make. I can. There's. There's a lot of fluids I produce. Yes. Moving on. Helicoptering is fun. It is. You just hit people in the eyes. I get black eyes. Are we talking about penises or boobs? Whatever you got. <laughs> Both. Anyway, you can do. <laughs> we are professionals. Right. <laughs> Rating system on the beers. Well, I think we've got potentially a boilermaker, um, boilermaker <laughs> rating system. What's a boiler? Describe a boilermaker rating system for the uninitiated, such as myself. 
Would it work well? With a shot of whiskey. Ooh. Okay, we can, we can pick one whiskey. We're like, does it work well with this whiskey? Okay. I'm be like, you have real whiskey. Like, Does it work? That's, well that you? could be the coup de gras, couldn't it? We could go like, mm, this is great on the palate. Ooh, this looks great in the presentation. And the last thing we look at is, is it a good boiler maker? Yeah. yeah. Or we could be like, how about um, the lonely beer rating system? Like, is it is it a beer that you drink on your own? Is it like? good enough you can drink like five of them and get that buzz to go like, but that's contextual isn't it that's contextual yeah. because if it's a really good if it's a good lonely beer then great rank it high but if it's also a good party beer rank it high if it has character i guess it, it should fall into it smashability kind of like mm. well i mean like, i mean, I mean like is it smashable i think is it is it moorish it, you know is 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 it a case where you can just drink it again and again and again it's not too it's, and i guess the thing heavy, the thing about the band thing is as well. Um, drink it at a gig. Drink it at that gig. Well, it's not even not even drinking it at a gig, but like bands themselves have a, a particular brand. So like Motorhead is like woof, it's fucking party time. ACDC is party time. Troopers are more, I guess. Old man um, beer. I've always seen. I used to. No. It's 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 more. I'll, I'll meet in the middle there, Chris, and I'll say it's, it's what you drink when you're watching Time Team. Not yeah, that I Time Team's I bad. See, I don't see fucking Trooper as a party beer. It's not party beer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have three or four of them. I'm kind of. That's because you've had. Yeah, I've, I've had three. You haven't had the others yet, so you can't. You can't say that. I've had the motorhead ones. They're great. They're fucking smashable. They're lovely bits. Oh no. So what we're thinking? Because I think we like anything goes. And if we think, oh, this is smashable, but we let's say the two of us don't think it's smashable is like a emeritus part of the scoring system. We can argue it on on the day, if you know what I mean. We can sort of just go. It's a behemoth beer. We shouldn't be partying to this. This should be brooding, throwing eggs at churches. It's a different thing. And I think I mean, you could you could do you I mean you could do generic generic rating systems. I mean you've got price, you've got ABV, you've got yeah, true. Like, um, price, yeah, price. You know, like I would definitely say the design of the can yeah, how or it the looks. bottle has to be presentation because it is marketing. It is a thing. You look at metal, you look at rock music, it's all about the aesthetic. You know, mm. you would, yeah, I mean, you were talking about it. Would Motley Crue be Motley Crue if it was from like from Glasgow? I don't think so. You know, it's like it's the idea of marketing, the idea of branding something. Yeah. So, yeah, because like, with Motley Crue, like, would you see them as Motley Crue? They were drinking a bottle of Gl- like Glenlivet as opposed to a bottle of Jack. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like the way they dress. You know, the yeah. like, fact is that the, you know they're wearing like leopard skin, like fucking leggings. And yeah, shit. yeah. So, um, I think yeah. what we're getting at is everything should everything should play a part. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, like, I mean, even the accessibility of it. I mean, you know that you know that something like Trooper is going to be easier than than oh, some of the other stuff. I don't wait. So um, I'm breaking the seal. It's cool. Great. I thought I could smell fish when she walked Shut past. <laughs> would you call? Would you? Would you call like a group of? Don't put that in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will edit that out if you want. Yeah, you can do that if you want to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's not hateful. I don't think. I do The advantage of um, profane language as well is it hopefully it will knock the ads off. I don't think you're allowed to have ads if you swear in the first 10 seconds. So. Well, I mean, like, we, don't, we, don't, we don't get anything from YouTube. No. And we're not going to for a long time. And I think we don't really care. I mean, yeah, money, 
Sorry, we good. were talking about this last time and, and when we sort of just got together and it was mostly like, oh, the whole thing is like a passion. It's, it's a passion project. And then, like for the Temple of Blood, the, the, the whole idea was we just I just wanted to create a platform for which I could filter through my stupid project, which is History of Roadrunner Records, The Secret Metalhead. Um, I'm going to do one on where's Justin Hawkins been between 2006 and 2011 because he just went missing. Oh, yeah, tell me about that because they're actually from like Lowestoft and... Mm. Uh, um, my whole family's from there. Weirdly enough, the Hawkins brothers um, were born and raised in Halifax, which is where I come from. So that's my sort of connection with them. But um, no, there's there's a beautiful sort of like 2006, the darkness splits up, 2011, they get back together. But in the middle period, the Stone Gods were a band, which was like the all the other darkness guys, which was really formidable, really good sort of like good through line rock and metal. But Justin mm-hmm. Hawkins went off and he did solo stuff he did songwriting credits he even wrote on a meatloaf album it's fucking really cool stuff i mean when they first came out it was a banging record it was a banging album like was it love is only a feeling it's yep. like a complete ballad it's so it's so it's, it is good i'm i love it i don't i like cheesy rock sometimes you know i like classic i like classic rock and metal so for yeah. me that just hit that just ticked all the boxes i was like this is, and even their music video was like i'm on the hills in the middle of, <laughs> of nowhere like yeah, yeah. With guitar which isn't plugged into anything else i was like this is guns and roses at its best on a budget and i was like yeah there's almost like a sam raimi ish sort of like physical humor to it there's a bit where um, they do the chorus and they go, love is only a feeling and then a synth comes in and goes Ba-na-na-na. and then he, like, he twists his hip to it on like the, this cliffside, and it just syncs up perfectly. It's like this is yeah. bloody great. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. What's your view of the darkness, Chris? Uh, okay, so I saw the darkness when they got back together with the original band. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was this 2011. When was this? It's like 2011, 2012. When, like when the Born This Way Lady Gaga album came out, because I went to go see Gaga to Twickenham Stadium, and they were the support act for Lady Gaga, and they were class. Yeah, but Justin like had it. this fucking terrible moustache. Yeah, but he still he still rocked like the tight of the pants and stuff. He wasn't wearing a catsuit. He wasn't a catsuit. Oh, fantastic! He was in a catsuit. <laughs> it's great. He like I like I've always seen his catsuits. I want one. I want to own one of his catsuits one day. Wow. But we were just talking about swearing and then getting demonetized, and we thought that's fine because neither of us are bothered about having ads or making any money because our relevant channels are more to do with just doing shit we like to do. And then we got yeah. into the darkness. We just, we just, we just do it for fun. Oosh. Yeah, if someone like picks us up for like a Netflix special, great. Where were we in terms of the rating? Did we just say? I think I was, I was going to start talking about scoring. So, like, yeah. if we're going to bring everything into it, should we just like each of us can give the beer a score out of ten, and then the most wins? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, can do that. You can. You could split it into categories and be quite detailed about it, but I think at the end of the day, it's down to taste. I think looks. And then taste if something is so remarkable about a particular beer, we could create a category and sort of go most most effort for least budget or something like that. That kind of weird shit. And if you find like little little um, special characteristics of particular beers, we can always find some some place for it. Radness. 
Radness, radness. Is it a rad beer? Or is it a sad beer? But then that's opinion, isn't it? That's opinion. It's like for me, Everything's for, because because I did like I, I dropped out of graph design masters. I I would be like, oh well, the type font on this one is absolutely exquisite. You know, I'd be like that kind of dickhead. So, but it was brewed in Dudesville, so it has to be <laughs> radical. That's the be awesome. Like it mm. recommends that you have pineapple on your pizza. Yes, Bradford. <laughs> um, I'm down with pineapple. Yeah, I think we, we could just do a simple like you know out of ten system between the three of us. I mean, unless I think Raw is going to join us, isn't he? At some point, maybe. I, ho- I hope so. Over the next, he's got seven fucking months, so he better do. <laughs> Well, I hope so. Failing that, I'm going to try and get guests on, which was going to lead me into my next question, which is if you if you had like uh, band wise, is there any particular bands you want me to reach out to? Because I've been I've been sort of moderately successful with the the Roadrunner thing in terms of like getting people to talk to me about something weird and particular about that. So I'm thinking if I go to people saying, look, we're gonna do, we're doing like a, a beer tournament, we're doing the the Headbangers Brew. What do you want to join us on this date? We're talking Road Crew and Black Tongue. What do you reckon? I think people might like that. Maybe not. But if uh-huh. there's anyone you think we should approach, if there are any bands you like that might not be so big that Psycho they're doing stick. You what, sorry? Psycho Stick. If I, could, if I could have a band, I'd choose Psycho Stick. Really? They seem like the kind of band that would. Yeah, yeah they seem like the kind of band that would. And like they just seem so cool. Would they have access to the beers, though? Probably. Probably. I'd say Psycho Stick, like anyone who writes a song, they've got songs called This Is Not A Song, It's A Sandwich, a song called Beer, another song called Because The Boobs, and yeah. Yeah. And the lead singer's name is Rob, which is close to Rob, but like it's Rob with the B. Well, there we go. There's a suggestion there. There we go. I'll make a note. This is not a song. I'll reach out to that. Let's see what the crack is. You know what, man? For the for the podcast, um, we tried to get Neil Buchanan. Really? Um, and this is really this is really good, right? So we emailed Neil Buchanan because we know he was in a band in the eighties, and it was like a formidable. I can't remember the name of it. I won't lie, but it was a formidable like British metal band, and um, they they came back to us, and it was almost like an auto reply um, from his or you know his reception his secretary whoever it is but it was almost as if because i was really specific saying we want to talk about your time in you know your time in, in the metal world and things like that but the reply seemed to imply that i asked about his art gallery oh. and i was like mm. i'm sure I, I really want to see what the guy from art attack could pull off in terms of art but today i want to talk about metal <laughs> but i just thought it was quite funny that um the auto reply was effectively oh you know He'd love to talk about his gallery opening, but he's currently on a post-COVID vacation or something weird like that. But it was pretty good for Neil Buchanan. I was happy with that response. If there's anyone that was going to give me an automated denial, let it be Neil Buchanan under those circumstances. <laughs> did, did you hear the theory, the conspiracy theory, say they, conspiracy theory that he is Banksy? Oh yeah, <laughs> I would love that. That would be the best. I would, I would die happy. My life. That would make my life. That would be so good because I love. I remember growing up watching Heart Attack. I was yeah, just yeah. like those things. I don't know where I became an artist. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I no, no, I do not. <laughs> I am a failure in most people's eyes. So this yeah, what um, about your mum? <laughs> Who let, let's let's try and get each other sort of caliber for kind of bands we like because that'll give me sort of a barometer in which I can find people. Um, so, Ali, you go first. List like, what well, who's your favorite in the minute? 
Oh, actually, I was listening to ACDC's first, uh, well, their newest album. So, um, yeah, if you want to get on board with that, go ahead. Um, <laughs> no, because I got it, was it, um, oh, God, Power, Power Up? No, Power Up, yeah. Is actually that, for goodness sake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I was listening to it on Spotify. I don't know how I feel about it, actually. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't feel it's like great. It. It's, 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 I don't know. I, I, it's really weird because like ACDC is such a the archetypical band for what they do which is like pub rock it's difficult to sort of like split hairs on it but I find it loads better than Rockabust I find it maybe on par with Black Ice for post 2000 ACDC I think it's really good but when I when I sing its praises it makes me want to chat shit about rock or bust and I just I can't articulate my thoughts on it enough to sort of shit on it if you know what I mean yeah but it does sound different it's, it sounds it sounds almost Similar to the back catalogue anyway, like it sounds close to what they were like pre two thousand sort of thing. It's like mm. it's a good it's a good album. It's a good album. It's good it's like some there's some tunes on there. But then yeah. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't too fussed about it. But yeah, if you want to get in contact with A C D C you go ahead and go ahead and do that. You know, I probably won't be able to get A C D C but I bet you any money I could get like one of the pre like far back previous members or like a tribute, a reliable tribute act, that kind of world. Oh, I can definitely yeah. get into that world. I think, um, God, like fucking, like dream scenario. One of them would be anyone from Steel Panther because I think that'd be fucking brilliant, <laughs> or anyone from Tenacious D. There's only two. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, what? But what, did you want the D or do you want the backing band as well? Because there's Koenski, there's um, Lee. Who does? I think Lee does bass. I don't know. There's there's a bunch yeah, of them. Like, could you imagine like having Jack Black on this? Oh well, yeah, but anyway, that's highly unlikely. But even if it was anyone from, I don't band, think he's yeah. doing much at the moment. Um, <laughs> um, no, I mean, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Twisted Sister. You're going really. We're going all classic on here. We're I, I, we're love, not going, I love classic. We're not going modern. I'm yeah, if you can get him with Iron Maiden, if you can get Bruce Dickinson on, you know, or uh, Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Oh, Rob, Rob Halford, he's, he's queer. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that the angle I'm going in on? No. <laughs> hey, you big old puff. We've got two <laughs> other puffs, and we want to talk about beer with you and bottoming. Um... <laughs> wow. You can plug your new book. That's ridiculous. I you on that one. The thing is, I'm not above like emailing these people. It's just finding the contacts, and actually, it's proved to like pay dividends. And I'll tell you afterwards because it's just fucking ridiculous. The day I've had is ridiculous in terms of people emailing back to me. But um, all right, so we've got like Psychostick, ACDC, Steel Panther, The D, um, Twisted Sister, Maiden Priest. I've got a few as well, but it looks like we're, we're, our Venn diagrams cross over quite quite heavily. So I don't think if I if I got someone on, you wouldn't. I don't think you'd be upset with who I'd get. I'm upset that you are here in this podcast. (laughs) I wanted Brian Johnson. (laughs) It's it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm trying to like think, like you know, trying to think like like AIDS really or Pete Chris would be amazing from Kiss because they're both like wash up alcoholics. They're probably not doing anything either. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Bruce Kulik, who is like one of like the guitarists of Kiss, he did like the Revenge album, which is like one of their arguably their heaviest albums, and he's just he's an amazing guitar player, and he's like ex Kiss and stuff. Like that's me. Like that's me wishing. I'm. Mm. Um, don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, like you think that was sort of local bands, didn't you? Industry, yeah. yeah. Like he was. They were. They Southampton. Yeah, they are. Um, what are they called? I know Ash- they've still got time. 
angels or something like that. Yeah. What, sorry? So I know they've still got time. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, I just like, I know stuff. Like, Britney Spears would be great. That's not yeah. metal or rock or anything. And she doesn't own rights to any of her own stuff. But she's Britney Spears. <laughs> Show but, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm building. Death. Oh my God. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. <laughs> the DP. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm setting. I need to set my expectations correctly here. We're not going to get anyone from like Tenacious D, but I'm, but I'll definitely come back with stories of how I tried to email Tenacious D and got told to properly fuck off. So that's what that's what we're banking in here. But I just wanted to make sure that our tastes weren't so divergent that um, that okay. I'd upset you with if I did get anyone that they'd be sure. ZZ Top. No, she's looking. She's looking through Spotify right now. She's Ozzy Osbourne. The Who. Guns and Roses. Who? <laughs> Who? Poison. Oh my god! Yeah, Brett Michaels. He's watched up yeah, as hell. He could just talk to us about his wigs. So we could talk to him about his sex tape with Pamela Anderson. That was Tommy Watson's face. So Tommy Lee. That's Tommy Lee. No, oh, they did the, the, the second one. There's a Brett Michaels one. Def Leppard. Brett Michaels sounds like a wrestler. Shania Twain. Billy Idol. Stop the problem with the problem with like going to like through the back catalogue of, of of people that have lived the life you don't know if they drink anymore. They, they probably don't. They, no. pro- they probably livers are absolutely fucked, destroyed. Yeah. Right, shall so I go do the last two numbers? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, so for match number four, uh, just to be clear, we've got uh, Maiden Trooper left, Megadeth for Tulamond, and Cradle of Filth Countess Beer. Whichever one it hits first, come on. All right, we got Trooper. That's in. Last but not least. And we got Cradle of Filth. Sorry, Jamie Stain. I mean, he wouldn't wouldn't be bothered anyway. He's sober. Okay. So I'll send you the screenshot of, of what this is looking like with the proposed dates as well once um, once we finish up here. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little tournament bracket. I'm quite proud of this. <laughs> and hopefully Raw can join us. If not, um, I'll try and find some people. My, my co-host at the minute is my mate Tom um, for the last few episodes. Um, he's not really a metalhead though, so which I'm trying to work my way around that. Um, and as I mentioned previously, uh, with, with live events happening in the next sort of like six weeks, should be all right. But if something catastrophic happens, and I'll get someone to sub in for me. But there'll be nothing that you're not already completely aware of. And um, in terms of planning, the reason we did this, the re- well, the reason I sort of proposed let's do this once a month is so we have plenty of fucking run up. Yeah. And we know exactly where we are with it. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is waste your fucking time, especially you got a proper YouTube channel with a proper thing going. I'm just sort of rambling on for fucking hours on end every week. You have watched our channel. It, it is absolutely garbage. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I like it. Well, you know, thank you. Stop playing with the drill. It's not a dildo. Not yet. You can attach a dildo to it. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. Old Wilson cats. Little wow. cats. Instead of saying meow, they say wow. Wow. <laughs> um, 
Fantastic, fantastic content right here. Um, Anything else that we need to cover? Or can I just shoot the shit with you for 10 minutes? Because I think I said we should make this last half an hour, 40 minutes, but I think we've gone for about an hour now. We've gone for quite a while, I think. I have no idea how long we've gone on for. Do you guys live together? Are you like cohabiting? No, we're, we're so, because we're working together as a business and stuff like that. Like, I'm going back to work tomorrow, you're not, and in our normal jobs. And um, so we've sort of been in close contact. I would say it's our support bubble because you don't go anywhere else and I don't go anywhere else. Mm. We don't lies. And because we're doing this channel together and because we're doing things by close contact with filming, yep. it's just become that's it. So we, you know, she's. So we're like 15 miles away from each other. Yeah. I was just worried that me taking longer on this would keep you away from your homes. But you are sat there getting shit-faced, so I guess that's fine. I can't drive home. Her, 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 she actually drove in on a Harley Davidson, so her Harley's outside. Awesome. And, uh, I live in a terrible part of Southampton, so it might be on bricks tomorrow morning. Uh-huh. I did a gig down in Southampton a few... In fact, no, it was last year when, before all this shit happened. And the thing I was really impressed by was the parking meters. Um, because they're the only ones I've ever seen that said parking starts at sunrise... And ends at sundown. <laughs> where the hell did you park? Yeah, where did you park? Like, <laughs> right. So where's where the ferry is um, over to the Isle of Wight? Yeah, Where yeah. we do our where we do our gigs is to like the little bit that that little shitty park to the right of that, and all the parking is around that part of the city. That's what oh, it all said. Mayflower. Mayflower. Mayflower Park. That sounds about right, you know. Street, isn't it? No, no. By the Red Farm Ferry to the right of that is Mayflower Park. Oxford Street's further down. That's like to the left. So Mayflower Park rings a bell. Totally rings a bell. If you're looking at the, at the red funnel, and you've got if there's a, there's a weird building which is now an Indian restaurant. Oh, Coochies. Yeah, and to the yeah. right of that. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. That's right next to the like. If if you were late for a ferry, yeah. and you missed it, you'd go to that fucking Indian. That's how close it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Right next to it. That Indian's. It's great. It's really good. And Coochies, actually, Coochies is amazing. Yeah, I think Richie Sunak, the business guy. I'm, Conservatives or whatever. He used yeah. to work in Cooties in Southampton. Wait, he used to work in Cooties? Yeah, he used to work in Cooties. No way. I know which one you call it. Yeah, he's Southampton. He is. Hey, Southampton, he yeah, is. Southampton. Oh. Southampton. That's probably why the pile of shites on tier one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't even know what tier I'm in. You're, you're probably three. You're elite, aren't you? No. I've heard that Leeds are doing all right. But honestly, I've been, t- I've been paying no attention because similar to you guys, I've been like, well, the only people I've been seeing is my parents because. Um, I've been helping them move, which is part of the exception process for the um, the tier system. And the the, oh, the only other one is like a childcare bubble for my kid, and that's that's it. I've seen no one else. It's so. um, it's kind of broken down down south a little bit. In what way? People are definitely frustrated in the south coast. Like everyone's just like, I don't see the like. First lockdown, streets were empty. Yeah, you drive totally. around town at fucking six thirty in the evening. There's no one there, nothing. And now it's like roads are busy, place to pack, people are out. Yeah, not to not to get too political, but um, I think the thing was it was Cummings. It was a Cummings gate. As soon as that happened, oh, as, soon as, that happened. As, as soon as that happened, everyone was like, "All oh, right, there's no confidence in this uh, this rule set anymore. We know the police aren't enforcing it, therefore we make exceptions for ourselves." 
Yeah, there's not enough police to enforce it. I've not seen a single police officer give out, like, a fine to an individual. Yeah, I mean, you hear your example making cases like, oh, this this bar owner got taken to court, and that's great, that's fine. I mean, you can fine them five grand all you want, and we'll read about that, but we'll never read about the money being handed over because that money won't get handed over. It'll be, I haven't got five grand. How much have you got? I've got 250 quid. That'll do. That's how magistrate court works. That's how fine paying works. That's how massive conglomerates like your Amazons and your Googles get away without paying jack shit because it's kind of done on a barter basis. So this, it's not enforced. So why would anyone stick to the rules if they're not enforced? And the thing is like, because so, like, I work in industry and I've, I've dealt like, I've noticed that people have become so hostile and horrible to, to, to serve. Like mm-hmm. I think before we went into lockdown, I got throttled and spat at within the space of a week in like, in one of the bars that I run. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's not like a dodgy bar at all, but like, some 20 year old rest like put a hand down my throat and went for it to get police in. And then this other guy was refusing to pay his bill and oh, I'll get cash. We can't have cash. Oh, I'll leave you my card. Like, your card just got declined because they leave me a phone and tried to leave like a drug dealer. And I was just like, I, just, oh, I lost it. I put his card in his drink and I was like, leave, get out. And then he just he spat at me. And this girl went and throttled me. Like, it was nasty, but like people become so horrific. And I'm like, don't find the businesses unless they really are taking the piss. Mm. Find the guests absolutely find the guests because they're the ones who come in and like work be like, oh I forgot I didn't realise I had to wear a mask oh I'm sorry and like, you're like please don't dance and they'll get up and dance and you're like and they turn the music off and like, they kick up a snake they've been a nightmare it's mm. made working in hospitality during a pandemic it's not what hospitality should be you are policing people and it is horrid because no one has given you any like proper guidelines if someone says they are exempt you can't ask them to prove it. You can't ask them why. Like, I can literally walk into a bar and go, oh, I'm exempt. Yeah, yeah. And you can't ask me anything. Mm. Mm. It's always people who are exempt who behave the worst. Always. Yeah. Mm. Rant over. I've had my rant. <laughs> you did it. Suck. There's so many Karens. Um, so that's it in terms of, like, the formalities in term in terms of we've got we've got a rule set we've got a name for it we've got the first four matches, um, that should give us seven months of of things to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a list of potential people I should be chasing, who are who I've, I've no chance of getting. I think I think it'd be great, like reject, I, rejection letter segment. Yeah, it'd be like the rejection of the week. I'd say I'd say we get Dad on, but he, he's not ordering beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, a, I think. When we come to sitting there with two beers and going, right, let's start with this. If we have someone, like, even if it's just us anyway, we can, do, we can clearly shoot the shit for an hour. So there'll be, plenty to, there'll, be plenty of just, there'll be plenty of shit to fill the time. So I'm not, I'm not particularly worried about... about we've, um, we've, yeah, we've got time to do our research of the beers as well. So we understand the difference between them. So we understand where they're coming from, the, how, how, how they've been made and the breweries and stuff like that that we've worked with and the bit about the band as well. So we've got... Time to think about the two that are competing against each other and which one we think is going to be the best one to go through the next standing, you know, next week, mm. the next month, sorry, the, uh, the, um, the semi-final. We're, yeah. yeah, we're immediately in the quarterfinals in the way yeah. that we've done this. Oh, God. Pressure's on. The pressure is on. We're in the quarterfinals straight from the get-go. I really am enjoying premature. the whiskey, like, schnick that you have in your hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look like, like a candy glass as well I think yeah <laughs> you look like a terrible Bond character <laughs> I look like a great Bond character have you seen my calves <laughs> we 
need like a cat or a dog or something. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. No, um, one of the, one of the dreams, one of the dreams of this podcast is me and Raw want to go up to see the Bon Scott statue. Um, can't remember what the town's called. I've got it written down somewhere, and then drive immediately to Edinburgh, do the whiskey experience, and just get shit faced for a day. That's like that's like the, the podcast weekend away. Well, hopefully next year in twenty in uh, twenty twenty one when restrictions have been eased, mm. hopefully that would be a case. I don't know. I think it'd be good to do like, uh, do you know what would be cool? Like we found like the beer that wins. We all go to the brewery. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be pretty cool. Phil Pumper episode of it. I really hope it's a true. I, I think we should do that. <laughs> I, I think that'd be. I think that'd be sick. Are you doing Bloodstock next year? Uh, potentially, we are potentially doing oh, Bloodstock yeah. next year because this uh, Jim said he might get us into bartender actually yeah if we can get, oh, really? what, we, what we're hoping to do next year is to do events so hopefully we do do like music festivals and and things like that and and really so sort of go and take it from a virtual aspect and into a real-time thing we did take over a bar in london uh, a couple of months ago but unfortunately mm-hmm. it was like the star of lockdown yeah tier two so that week so it was kind of stuck so what we'd like to do would be to do something like at festivals where we can just be like look Let's just make cocktails like a you know a lot of cocktails mm-hmm. like, for crowds and stuff like that on like you know that's excessively priced and like decent. So it's like you know yeah, there might be a sex on the beach on the menu, but there'd probably be like a Jaeger cocktail and, and like a beer cocktail or something. Silly. Oh yeah, like mm. I, and also I'm hoping that Bloodstock and Download don't clash. Yeah, they they won't. There's June. June is typically downloads time, and then late July, August is usually uh, Bloodstock time. I need, I need to go see like Kiss for like my fourth and final time. I forgot. I forgot the downloads. Um, um, headlines. Line up. Uh, it's like Kiss. <laughs> That's it. I think System of a Down or another one. I think yeah, you're right. I think it's pretty good. Let me get it off here. Twenty twenty one lineup. Let's have a looky looky look. Come on, where are you? Line up. All right, so Friday you've got Kiss, A Day to Remember, Frank Cart on the Rattlesnakes, Black Veil Brides, Theory, Wayward Sons. On the second stage you've got Megadeth, Distillers, Airborne. Oh, that's a brutal, fucking brilliant lineup. Lacuna Coil, Miles Kennedy and Company, uh, Aaron Jones. Um, <clears throat> second day, main stage, Biffy Claro, Deftones, Gajira, Pretty Reckless, Monster Truck, Those Damn Crows. Second stage, Kill Switch Engage, Mastodon, Daughtry, Bush, Wild Hearts, Poppy, Stone Broken. I'm pretty sure, right, Stone Broken applied for a festival I was running years ago. Fucking years ago. I seem to remember. I could be full of shit. I need to check the old emails. Did you say Bush? Bush. God, that, that brings Get a machine head. That one. <laughs> Glycerine. <laughs> Another one. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, you got System of a Down, Corn, Volbeat, Rise Against, Ailstorm, Powerwolf, North Lane, Wage War. Second stage, you got Steel Panther, Darkness, Skillet, Baroness of Mice and Men, POD, um, Massive Wagons, The Last International. International. Massive I like um, your prediction. has got Massive Wagons. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your best tit euphemism Chris waps 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 oh that's alright it's really that... satisfying give it like put your wap show us a wap see your wap I, I like big old bitties I want a wap with your waps 
Because my foot, my foot for testicles is either testicle or chaps. 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 Fucking snod him right in the chaps, mate. Oh, uh, wing wangs. I like the term biscuit. <laughs> I like the term biscuit. Biscuit for what? For your balls. For your testicles, yeah. Hit me right in the right in the biscuit. Biscuit, but there's mm-hmm. two, so you're biscuit. Well, you know, there's two parts. There's two. There's almost like three parts. I don't know. I don't know what look Phonetically, like. you could say the custard creams, and we'd know what you meant. Yeah, we could say anything, you know. But yeah, you know, <laughs> I like I like um, nunny for, for minge, minge, you nunny, nunny, you you gut locker, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your sacred canal. What was what I heard? So What's gone. your favorite for penis? What's your favorite for penis then? Oh man, so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I don't think I've got one for the, the the dick. I don't know why. I must have one. I'm just, I must have it locked away somewhere. I don't have one. I'm not, nothing's jumping out. No, I will. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> nothing's jumping out. Nothing's jumping out. Um. I like a trouser snake. I think a trouser snake's pretty good. If I, I think, like, I think whenever I think of a euphemism for a cock, I always think of that Monty Python song. That isn't it awfully nice to have a penis song. I think, and then run through all of those, and those kind of like are the ones that make my list, I guess. <laughs> isn't it awfully nice to have a penis? Isn't it wonderfully good to have a schlong? Your hot dog. No. Your wife's best friend. Your third arm. No, no, no one says that. No one says that. <laughs> hey, do you want to have some fun with my third arm? No, no one says that. My third leg? No one says that. My trunk? No. Nope. This penis. is why you're a lesbian. This is why you're a lesbian. <laughs> How do they work? How do they work? Are they real? Look, if I wanted something to put there, like I could just go to a shop and get it in any size or colour. One with a suction cup. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you ever played dildo darts? No, I have not. I have never... You, you just wet the suction up and go, whack. So much fun. Dildo dots. Well, what we stock, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Download. So, in terms of like doing um, bartending through Jägermeister in your capacity as a hospitality company or in your capacity as a channel? Um, probably sort of start as a channel. So, we'd go through Jäger and they would like, we'd, we'd bartend one of their bars. Yeah. Okay. That sounds cool. I hope that, I hope that happens for you. Yeah, that, that, that's what we'd like to do. I think it would work quite well for us. Um, just sort of, sort of figuring it out because like, we want to be uh, in a position where people are like, where, because we have people that pay for our content, but we want it to be more of a constant flow of revenue and content and, mm-hmm. you know, make more radical shit. And then Monkishaw said something about riding up to Scotland on Harleys and building a pub from there. Yeah. And then eventually like rolling out our own bars and like world domination. Mm. And what you're describing is an OnlyFans. <laughs> yes. I think OnlyFans are going to have to happen because, like, OnlyFans for drinks would be fucking funny. Well, no, but yeah. OnlyFans is not just porn. No, there I know, are, but everyone associates it with porn, there. so you could literally yeah, just make like, really sexy. Maybe, maybe a Pornhub situation, like you said at the start, might yeah, be you could thing. have a, a safer work OnlyFans. Why the fuck not? Especially, well, I don't know, I don't know about this, right? But Patreon, as are you using Patreon or anything like that? Um, we need no. to sort out. Our we, we have we have we've had multiple it. chats about it. Yeah, I've I've heard it's not quite as a plat again in the same capacity as YouTube as a but in a more sort of like 
um, tangible way, apparently Patreon isn't quite as viable as it is meant to be. I don't know anything more, but I've heard of, there's a bit of shit going around about Patreon and people are leaving that platform mm. and in favor of other, other more manageable ones. Yeah, we're we're not because we're not desperate. We're not desperate for for making this a full time job right now. We're still mm. trying to figure out the gears of it and how where we're going and what mm. what we are and forming a style and an understanding of what we want to do. So yeah, right now the most accessible thing is YouTube. It's free. It's easy to search on there. Of course, algorithm algorithms are always going to be an issue whichever social media platform you're on. But mm. we're producing like three videos a week, so we're casting as much of a big of a, a you know. A, web as we can and yeah just sort of like get people in, involved so we're just con we're just being consistent on how we're doing things we're yeah. just producing stuff and if something falls you know you know we could it could be uh, there might be a video we've had videos in the past where it's bombed and it's not mm. done well and then, we had, and then next week we've had videos which have done ridiculously well and we just don't know why so we just keep making them and we hopefully figure it out yeah get like the perfect number and we'll get the perfect formulation it will just go viral and it'll well, be one of us like farting into a coop we don't hope to go viral that's not the idea no, but I that seems like like people like expect to get viral like it's in a lottery um, we'd rather get we'd rather we'd rather get shown that we're actually doing something decent and it's yeah, not just a flip you have those people that, that go viral for that one yeah. video and look at the rest of the channel and like yeah uh, yeah. My 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 dream is to just get shit done because that's what I, that's what I made this for. So I can actually have a platform to do stupid shit and just get that shit finished. That's what it's about. So, in a similar capacity, it's it's just kind of. I, I, at the minute, I'm not at a point where I'm, I'm understanding what's resonating with people or what's not resonating with people. I've had some quite nice comments so far, and we've just hit 300 listens on the podcast, which is great. But I'm just like. I, I just want I just want to learn about the history of Roadrunner Records, and I just want to know who's sneaking posters in the background of Channel Four shots. That's all I want to know at the minute, and that's what's driving it. I listened to your first first episode on Roadrunner history, so I think mm. it was like when it originated, and that it's quite it's very interesting. I need to watch, listen to the second part now. I, I there, is, there is no second. Part. This is the thing, right? So I know, I know. This is this is an annoying thing. Is that I listen to the first part? And you're like, ah, the second part will be this, this, this. I was like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, but I have to redo the first part because the idea, the initial idea was, I was going to bang it out every two or three weeks, just like Google it, research it in whatever way I can, put it on a shitty timeline, have Raw take the piss out of me. That's the fun. Blah 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 blah. But since that, now, like in that particular episode, I go on about Carnivore and Merciful Fate because they're, they're like the two flagship bands from that label. Turns yeah. out I'm wrong. There's a shit ton of bands that were there who were part of Roadrunner, who like loved and lost and all this sort of stuff. And they just came out of the woodwork and I've been interviewing them since then. So now I've got loads more information about what happened in those years. So now I'm going to have to, well, this is the plan so far. There's this artist for Roadrunner called the great cat. She's called the great cat with a K. And um, she's all about thrash neoclassical guitar work. That's her shtick, but she's also super abrasive and super shouty. And that was her personality. And she made two albums of Roadrunner and they kind of, they didn't bomb, but she's got a following, but it's not like she's, she's not up there with like King Diamond. Um, so I'm doing, a, I've now figured out a way that I can redo part one and then I've got a model for the rest of the episodic bits. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm doing a mini one on her as a proof of concept. And then I'm going to redo one around about the same time 
and then I'm going to go on to the second one. Because as far as interviews have gone, I'm now sort of like crawling towards the mid-90s. I'm getting there now, so I should have enough to sort of start going into part two in earnest. Part two being 87 up to about Iowa when Slipknot came out with Iowa. But it's it's slow going just because I've got so many fucking interviews, which is really good. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's been loads of fun, but it's been, you know, I, I, I would even, I'm not even going to say it's tasking because at the minute my missus is just like, I don't get this, but you seem to be enjoying it, so just fucking crack on. <laughs> I think it's like, <clears throat> I think when I typed in Roadrunner in the, um, like Spotify play, like, you know, search engine. I mean, yours was like the first thing off. <laughs> oh, really? I was like, okay, cool. Like, I, I don't know. Dude, I was, like, I, was, I was looking for my own Roadrunner thing the other day, just like, I can't remember, I think I was trying to find like a, uh, a bit of information that I got wrong to confirm I got it wrong. So I typed into YouTube, History of Roadrunner, Roadrunner Records. Mine doesn't come up, but a six minute brief History of Roadrunner Records comes up from some prick who uploaded it three days ago. Not even joking. I'm like, you fucking oh, bastard. But it's, it's all right. He's, he's, he's literally just got like a PowerPoint and just goes, this is what the label's about. And I was like, all right, that's fine. But I was like, oh, you fucking, you beat me to it. But it was fine. <laughs> For a minute, I was like, I can't believe it. <laughs> oh my god. That's quite quite coincidental then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like I don't think we've had that issue at the thing is when you time in Pump Room and um YouTube it comes up with that fucking restaurant and bath. There is a restaurant and bath called the Pump Room. Which like sucks. Super, super, we should we should go eat there. I just want to take over their hashtag. I just want to just make sure that, like, if they ever type it in, it comes up with us first. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I think we're going to do. We're doing it. Let's so, do it. Right. Yeah. Shall, we, shall, we, shall we bring this to a close? It's been, like, an hour and 20. Yeah. yeah. My, my intention is to release this as soon as I can, like, as in, like, within an hour, this should be somewhat edited and then processing. So it'll probably be up tomorrow morning. I'm going to censor the brand you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And I think that's all I'm going to censor, unless there's something else I should be taking out. I can't remember what it was. Um, me calling lesbians fishmongers. And I'll fishmongers. edit this out and that. Fishing. Fishing. Uh, um, no, you can keep the part about me doing anal. That's fine. That's, that's above board. That's a good one. That's a good little good little segment there. That's, mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think that's enough. Yeah. I think we've cracked it, guys. I think we've fucking done it. We, we, we know what we're doing. We've, we've sort of established what, what our intentions are. We know what kind of guests we're going to look for. Um, we're limited by the amount of beers we have an option to, but that's, that's fine. That's fine because we're representing the British drinking population in essence, aren't we? So It's the UK version. That's what it is. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right. Well, is there anything you want to particularly plug and you want me to add on the end of the video? Like we can, I can link to different videos and stuff. Is there any particular one you want me to plug at the minute? Um, I mean, like most recent one would be great. Like yeah. for us, if you're gonna plug on on our channel, yep, that would be great. Strong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find us at the pubroom.bar on Facebook and YouTube and uh, cool. Instagram as well. You know, all the same. Yeah. And if you want to contact us, it's mail at pubroom.co.uk. Yep. And uh, yeah, go like and subscribe, and that. that's pretty much it. Sweet. And I'll plaster that all over the page in the chat I'll reach out on Facebook as well because I, I, I didn't know you are on Facebook and I don't know Facebook very well because I'm an old man you're younger than me no, I'm not I'm a year older than you 
Uh, well, I turn 31 soon, so don't worry about it. Ah, oh, that's fine. January, yeah, January, yeah. Wee. Right, Ali, Chris, thanks for joining me. Oh, um, rest in peace, the guy that played Amart and Joe in um, the newest Mad Max film. 